Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we have Laura Ora. Laura is the owner of the branding agency Works & Co. Uh, Works & Co. creates brands for growing small businesses, but Laura's focus has shifted now to alignment coaching. She's working with female entrepreneurs and women who feel a tug for more in their life, but aren't sure where to begin. Laura is also the host of the Gutsy podcast. Laura, Laura Ora, <laughs> welcome to the show today. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. I want to start right away. Tell me about Laura Ora. Laura Ora. Yes. I love this question because it helps me to reconnect always. I'm all about energy and expansion yeah. and um, just how we radiate within and then how mm-hmm. that radiates out into the world. And so Laura Ora to me is honestly the re- connection, the inner alignment of my little girl, my present day self, and my future self. It is is all of my beings together as one. And that to me is my version of alignment. Many, 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 many years ago, someone out of the blue said to me like, I don't know, Laura, there's just something about you. There's this aura, like a Laura aura. And I was like, (laughs) like, interesting. And the funny thing is that was like 10 years ago. And it always stuck with me. And um, back in, I guess it was like 2016, 2017, I started to lean into that's when kind of the shift in my business started happening. When I was like, okay, now I'm feeling my own tug for more. What is there beyond the branding agency, which I still love and Mm -hmm. operate dearly, but there was more calling me. And so I started to lean into this concept of Laura Aura and developing and um, embodying who she was. And turns out it's all of myself. It's 110% unapologetic, unapologetically who I am. So that is the story of Laura Ora. Oh, hey, Laura Ora. I love it so hardcore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so did your foray into Laura Ora really get influenced by the start with your branding agency? And can you t- maybe give us the whole picture of where you started and how you got there? Yeah. So I'll give you kind of the cliff notes version. So I've been an entrepreneur in business for 15 years. Yeah. So um, when I was six and a half months pregnant with my son, I quit my job as a graphic designer at the phone book, which was fun, (laughs) right? I mean, we're going, we're going back here. Um, And I started my, my branding agency because I, you know, I was a graphic designer by trade. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I always knew I wanted to have my own business. Um, I love design and aesthetics and creating brands Um, But along the way, I found that I loved talking to the owners just Mm -hmm. as I'm 
just as much, if not maybe even a little bit more than developing the brands themselves, the actual like technical piece of creating and designing. And so I just, I've always been very, very, very aware of leaning into what is making me curious. And I'm always just like, okay, I'm, I'm leaning towards these conversations. I'm finding I get more um, excited and lit up by talking to the owner about what makes them excited and what keeps them up at nighttime and what mental blocks are they, you know, having and what people compare themselves every single day of every single year. Like there's just all this stuff that happens behind the scenes. And what I really, what it boiled down to was before we're a business owner, we're a human. And as Mm -hmm. a human, we have thoughts and feelings and emotions and desires and just all of this stuff. And we can't ignore our whole body self as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. Like they are hand in hand. They are one of the same. Mm -hmm. And so I just started leaning into it and I started interviewing entrepreneurs. I have something called the Green Couch. Um, I did something called the Green Couch Project where I interviewed these people, um, these entrepreneurs of all different walks of life and all different types of businesses. Um, some in their first year, some in their 10th. Um, and I just wanted to have a real conversation about what was going on in their mind. Yeah. And that was so profound to me that I'm like, how can I do this more? How can I expand this more? Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I started leaning into the Laura Aura brand. I started the Gutsy podcast um, a few years later. And that's kind of where I am and where I've landed now. You know, it's it's forever evolving. But I found that one of my superpowers and one of the most profound things that anyone can do is to lean into the things that make them curious, pay attention to the stuff that lights you up. Like what makes me really stupid giddy? What makes me feel like I have butterflies in my stomach? Like what makes me pop up out of bed in the morning? What, what, what do I keep researching and, and going after what content keeps popping up in my feed, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's all very intentional if you allow it to be. And so leaning in and listening can really be your guide to what's calling you next. So why do you think you did that versus why others maybe shy away from it or aren't even aware that that is a path forward for them? Absolutely. Because we have been taught to ignore our own desires. We have been taught to do what we are supposed to do to Mm -hmm. follow the family path, to build a business the way that everyone else builds it, to, you know, get married and have children and buy a house and have a white picket fence and get the corner office and do all this shit. Mm -hmm. People think that their desires are not right, that they're wrong, or there's something wrong with them for thinking, or that there's something wrong with them for wanting more or something different. Mm -hmm. And so we fall into this bucket of shoulds. I should do this. I should Mm -hmm. do that. I should look like this. I should weigh this much. I should talk like that. Like all of these shoulds get up in our heads and they're really just the voices and experiences from your life's experience and what you hear and see and absorb on a regular basis. And when we can recognize that like that is not mine, (laughs) you can start to hear yourself again. That's what most, Mm -hmm. most of the women that I work with, they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Right. I don't, I don't even know what I want. And I'm like, okay, this is a fucking problem. This, this is, <laughs> this they, is where we are. Yeah. That's, it's so interesting that you say that, that that's, I don't even know where I'm at. And it's pointing out that's a problem because it is a lack of awareness that that yes. is actually the problem. So what is that like then for you in that moment with that woman who is going, oh shit, like the lights just got turned on and she's now looking around going, oh, 
Yes. I didn't see that. Now I do. Can I unsee it? <laughs> Can I unsee it? That's the thing. Like at first it's scary, right? right? Because you, you are, you feel like you're maybe inherently going against the grain of something or you're doing something wrong or bad, or there's something wrong with you. And it's like, first and foremost, we gotta, we have to just look at everything. Let's come out of it for a second because mm -hmm. everyone is so close to their own stuffness, right? Like you're in it, you're doing it. And the thing that what I find is most people don't even recognize it because oh. they're in a routine, they're in a rush, they're in a pattern, they're like just doing the thing. But then they sit down on their couch at nighttime or they get into their bed and they're like, I feel so drained. I'm so tired. I'm not inspired. I don't love going to work. My clients in my business are draining the life out of me. I'm not making the kind of money that I want to. Gosh, maybe one day I'll get to go on that vacation. And they're just like wishing their life away. Yeah. And that has to be the first area that we even address is mm -hmm. recognizing those things that you're saying in your head. Right. I wish I had this. I wish I did that. Oh, if I could only, oh, I can't do that. Like we're, we're just women stop them spells before they even get started. Oh, More often than sure. not. <laughs> yes. So, so do, do you find that you are pointing out to them actually that what first of all, first of all, what's going on in their head, but then what they're thinking is actually what they should, should, we're going to like a better should, a better should <laughs> maybe could be doing. Yeah. It's, it's this wake up call, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, the thing is I can't want it more than you do. Mm -hmm. And that's the case with anything and anyone. Yeah. My goal and role in people's lives is to help them wake up to see to recognize, to maybe take, you know, I, I think of the work that I do a lot with, you know, have you ever been down a dirt road and there are, yeah. there are grooves, right? Like trucks have gone down it. The cars have gone down it. It's been there since 1943. Like, you know, when you turn down <laughs> yeah. the road, your car just automatically goes into those grooves. Yes. And the work that I do with people is to help them start to create a new groove mm -hmm. to recognize that, Hey, this road is taking me down a path that I know yeah. I recognize. And so mm -hmm. therefore I know how to navigate it. And that's why a lot yeah. of people don't change. Right. Yeah. Because they know how to do it. Even okay. though you're miserable, even though you don't want to do this, even though it consistently takes you to a place that you don't want to be in, you know how to do it. You know how to navigate it. You know, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, you can pivot this way and that way it it's there. Right. And when I ask you to start turning the wheel just a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, Lots of stuff comes up. Oh, yeah. So much stuff comes up, but in such a beautiful way, if you, again, if you allow it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like a, like a flashlight <laughs> and mm -hmm. we, I can very, very quickly, cause I'm super intuitive as well. It's one of my gifts and abilities is in a very short conversation with someone I can pull out and draw out where that obstacle, where that setback, where that resistance, resistance is a big portion of this. Um, and just to say, hey, what if? I'm not going to make you do anything. I'm yeah. not going to force you. And we certainly don't have to go 100 miles an hour. But mm -hmm. if I can wake you up just a little tiny bit to get you curious, that makes it when you, by the time we're done talking, you're like, oh, now I'm starting to see this. Mm -hmm. Now I see this in my life. I see it in my, in my partnerships. I see it in my business. I see it in my job. I see it in my friendships. I see it in my habits insert whatever it is it's when you everywhere. start to recognize it 
that that is power that is power and always the first step yeah and must be it must feel so good hitting on that and then have and then holding that space while somebody gets to experience that sort of waking up yes so let's talk about the resistance a bit and i think the the reason i want to talk about the resistance is because i what I've observed mostly is that we're unaware of our own resistance. We yes. convince ourselves that we're serving ourselves somehow. So maybe give some examples of what that resistance looks like so that people can catch themselves in the act. Absolutely. So I'll give you a personal example because I mm-hmm. just went through this. Um, I made a TikTok about this and people went wild. They were like, I love you. Damn it, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Mm-hmm. And on TikTok, people were like, well, fuck you, but thanks. <laughs> but it's the truth. Yeah. And so yeah. here's an example. Um, I've been on a journey to regain my health. I've lost my health in a multitude of different ways through a lot of trauma and life experiences and neglect and all just junk, right? Like my body's like, okay, we're tired, we're done, we need to get healthy. Um, My mind has matched up with that. And so that that's the journey that I've been on recently. And I've been working with a nutritionist and she's like, okay, Laura, one of the most amazing things that you can do for yourself is to eat your breakfast before your coffee. And I was like, what? Why would you ask me to not have coffee first thing in the morning? Are you batshit crazy? Like taking my joy away. (laughs) Absolutely not. I have a routine. I'd sit in my bed after my son gets on the bus. I scroll through TikTok. I'm drinking my coffee. Like it's a whole thing. I don't want to change my routine. I don't want to change my comfort. Yeah. But I start seeing content and reading more about the health benefits of eating versus drinking caffeine, hardcore caffeine on an empty stomach. Hormonal mm-hmm. imbalance, weight gain, all I mean, you just digestive shit, like you name it, it disrupts us. Yeah. I was resisting health. My goal is health. And yeah. I'm resisting it because I don't want to change my routine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so yeah. So it's such it's in these little tiny moments and little tiny decisions. And I started to recognize them like. I'm resisting changing my routine. Okay, let me get curious about this. Because the, the thing I always love to reinforce is this mm-hmm. is not about re-bashing yourself. Oh, there I go again, Laura, screwing up my health, making everything terrible again. Yeah, okay, we're not yeah. doing that. When you're in my world, we're not doing that shit anymore. That's not serving you. We can let that go. So mm-hmm. instead, it's more about just being aware, like waking up to yourself. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing something my nutritionist is recommending, Mm -hmm. but I want to be healthier. Why am I doing that? Because I don't want to get uncomfortable. I don't want to change my routine. I really love my coffee in the morning, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and even said to me at one point, Laura, you don't, I'm not telling you to stop drinking coffee. I'm asking you to just flip flop it. And I was like, okay, see, in my mind, I immediately went to, you can never have a cup of coffee ever again. And I was like (laughs) freaking out. So long story short, I switched the routine. Mm-hmm. It made a profound difference in my health in just a very short period of time. And I'm just, just getting started with it. So it's in these little moments of like, I, I want more time and freedom in my life, but I keep packing my schedule. Mm-hmm. I keep saying yes to everyone. I keep signing up for all of these organizations and events and all this classes and all this stuff. 
mm-hmm. or I want my health. I really want to, um, you know, I'm not worried about, cause I'm not, I'm not big about like losing weight for the sake of, but if you want to feel better physically, yeah. but you don't want to change your routine of how you're eating or incorporating more walks or what, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like the thing mm-hmm. that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. So look at where you push back in life. Mm-hmm. Look at where you're like, I just want to do this. What are the things that you're doing that are opposite of that? Mm-hmm. There's, it's so funny. Cause I feel like those things are so glaringly obvious to everybody else. Yes. Except for yourself. Yes. And then like you said, once it's pointed out, it's like, <laughs> you <know. laughs> you're like, now hold on a second. It can't be we, that. We no. <laughs> so what do you feel like you came up against as you got started? Cause in order for you to evolve and grow into Laura Aura, <laughs> you had to get past everything else. Mm-hmm. What were the challenges of the resistance? What was the, what was the resistance you faced? before? Well, the one that's already energetically screaming at me mm-hmm. is allowing myself to use my voice and be myself. So I was, I was brought up in a home where like, Laura, sit down, shut up. You're being too loud. Nobody wants to hear that. So a lot, a lot, a lot of childhood trauma around being my authentic self. I was mm-hmm. too much. I was too loud. I was too all of these things. And so I shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. Mm-hmm. And that version of me is honestly what created my branding agency. Let yeah. me go in and help people. Let me do this. And let me, let me overdo yeah. myself and burn myself out and join all these organizations and win all these awards. And let me, let me find recognition and, um, and amazingness through other people and other experiences. Now, mm-hmm. certainly I loved what I did and, you know, we built a team and we did all that stuff, but I didn't do it from me. I did yeah. it from a place of looking for fulfillment and acceptance. Yeah. And when Laura Aura started to emerge, <laughs> she is bold and has so much knowledge and power and energy and excitement and is kind of quirky and drops F-bombs on her podcast and like, she is just unapologetic. And mm-hmm. those two versions of me fought, fought, and it still comes up. That's the thing about mm-hmm. these processes. It's not about them going away, but rather learning mm-hmm. new ways to recognize and handle and shift it in the moment. So it still comes up. But for me, the, that season, that time frame is like a fraction compared to what it used to be. Um, so I'm, I totally want to stop you because yes. I want to talk about that more. Because I think that so many women don't know that that's what they're in the middle of this internal fight and who it's between and that probably their physical symptoms are a manifestation of that internal battle. Yes. Um, So could you speak to that more of that, what that fight is like and how that can show up? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a game of tug of tug of war. Yeah. Right. Like you, you know, you, you have this kind of wake up or you at least acknowledge, right? Like, I just don't love where I'm at right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's acknowledgement. It doesn't always have to be this huge, like epiphany. Sometimes it is. And sometimes it's in these very quiet moments when you're driving to work. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other version of you, this free, colorful, 
like happy, traveling, whatever, you know, you envision who she is Mm -hmm. and you can see her. And sometimes you get little glimpses of her. Sometimes you feel like her, right? Like in certain moments or when you're with your friends or you just did something really cool in your business. Like there's just, you have like these little sparks and you're like, oh, there she is. Yeah. And then there's the moments in between. And that's, that's where the throwdown likes to happen because you're in this constant tug of war where your, your higher self is like, come, come, like you felt this before we can do Mm -hmm. this. I know that you can, because we've done it. And Mm -hmm. then there's this other version of you where it's like, that's wrong. That's scary. I've been told that that's not okay. I don't know how to do that. I don't even know where I would would begin. Who am I to think that I would do this stuff? Mm -hmm. And you like, you know, and you feel both sides and that's where the tug of war happens. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a tough place. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. Because most of the time, nine times out of 10, it's in your brain. Yes. And that's where the power of working with a coach working with a mentor, um, being a part of a group with like-minded people, like getting out of your head is essential because you will talk circles. Oh man, will you talk circles with yourself? (laughs) And it will loop loop and loop and loop like a terrible song that we played on repeat in 96, right? Like- (laughs) I mean, don't knock 96. I love 90. Look, 90, 90s music is my jam. Look, right? I, I, look, put on some Matchbox 20 and I'm a happy oh, girl. We're talking afterwards more. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so that's, that's one of the most important things that you could ever do for yourself is to get out, allow yourself to get out of your own head. And that can be as simple as being with some trusted people um, mm-hmm. that, that understand and can hear you and help guide you through that process. That's why people hire coaches. That's why mm-hmm. our entire industry exists. It's because like, Hey, I don't know how to shift through this. I don't know how to work through this, or there's mm-hmm. something that I want that I need some guidance with. So, yeah. and friends are great for having conversations with, but they are not going to be able to take you through that whole journey right. um, in a, in the way that somebody like a coach will do. Absolutely. Um, so because it's, I think it's so holding. Absolutely. I mean, look, your friends and your family serve a a very valuable role in your life. Um, But you're probably not going to go to your best friend for business guidance, right? I mean, she may, she or he or they may have some guidance or insight. But when you're talking about growth, when you're talking about expansion, when you're talking about breaking a cycle, um, Mm -hmm. there are people that have, you know, there are a few steps ahead of where you are. And they're maybe closer to where you want to be. And there's power in investing in yourself and your knowledge and your experience to get to the place where you know in your soul that you are meant to be. Exactly. Well, for those who have gotten to the point where they realize that, who are those people for you? Can you tell us more about your person? Yeah, absolutely. So just to circle back around real quick about the the voice thing, um, you know, I went through that middle ground. And I do step into it from time to time. I get some fear. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't say that. Or oh, maybe I'm talking too much. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second. What would Laura Ora do in this scenario? Now yeah. she's now get get the cameras rolling. We're doing this. <laughs> um, but that that has been my lifelong challenge of allowing myself to be myself and mm-hmm. allowing myself to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And um, it's given me the pure joy and honor. That's the coolest thing about 
really embracing yourself is now because I have embraced myself, because I am seen and heard, because I use my voice, now I get to help other women do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the most mind-blowing parts is I think a lot of times people think that like, you know, healing yourself or, or self-help or investing in yourself is selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's completely opposite. Let's bust right. that right in the ass. Um, it's necessary, right? Yeah. Like your sleep is necessary. Your eating is necessary. So is taking care of yourself in your physical and mental and spiritual ways. Mm-hmm. And so the women that I get to work with, a lot of times they're female entrepreneurs, um, they are in a stage of business where they've started things, they've mm-hmm. built it to a certain extent, and now they're like, I'm in this thing, and I don't love any of it. Like, right. I love what I do, but maybe the way that I'm doing it, you know, they, they unintentionally give away their power in building systems and processes that they see people online doing. Oh, that's working mm-hmm. for them, so let me take on that. Oh, this is how they've built their brand. So let me take a little bit of that. This is how they're speaking. So let me take a little bit of that. And they end up carrying around all of this baggage that doesn't belong to them. And Mm -hmm. so we're working a lot with like stripping back the layers to simplify the shiznit out of business and do it in a way for you and Mm -hmm. your customers, not in the way that everyone else told you that you should. And the other woman that I work with particularly is she's, she's lived most of her life doing what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. whatever that means and there is that little bit of a wake up like we talked about like I don't want to do this anymore I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like this anymore I don't want to go to this job that's sucking my soul out of my life anymore I don't want to be in this position I want more and I'm ready to I'm ready to do the inner work to get to that yeah I'm ready for guidance I'm ready for change yeah so in both situations, they're women in transition. They they know that they want more. They can mm-hmm. feel it, but maybe it's just not super clear on how to get to it or even what next step to take. Yeah. And so you get to sit with them and take them through that journey. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. And on the other side, you end up with, if you do the work, because I can only do so much, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't make any we promises. We highlight that. Yes. I can't, I can't make any promises, mm-hmm. right? Like I see a lot of people making like these very, very, very deep promises online. And I'm not saying that things are not impossible, but I'm saying that there's a lot more that goes into stuff than right. what is flashed on Instagram. So if you do the work, if you commit to the process, if you are willing to try things that are maybe out of the ordinary or new mm-hmm. to you, then on the other side, you can have a business that is simplified, that you don't have to burn yourself into the ground to make the kind of money that you want to, the kind of business that you enjoy and it's fun and exciting and to create content is like magical and like there's just this like yumminess to everything. Mm-hmm. And the same in life you can do all the things that you see in your mind, that vision board that you've created, those things start to become your reality. Like you're in, you protect your inner, in both cases, you become non-negotiable. And that my friend is fucking magic. Ah, beautifully put on that note, on that, (laughs) where can these women find you? I love that. Thank you so much for asking. LauraAura.com. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com. 
is the hub for all things me. So that'll lead you to the Gutsy Podcast if you're interested in hearing my voice in your ear a couple of times a week. Um, that's where my coaching sessions and packages are listed. Um, that's basically the, it leads to my TikTok, which is where I get pretty unhinged online um, and love to share content. So all things me, you can find at lauraora.com. Beautiful. Well, Laura Aura, thank you. Thank you so much for spending the time with me today and for sharing what you did and for the work you do in the world. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.